Hey there, welcome to this Real Life Church podcast. We are making our way through the New City Catechism. Uh, Week by week, we're taking a question and an answer. There's 52 in all, so we'll get through this in one calendar year. We're on question 30 this episode, and question 30 asks this, what is faith in Christ? This is such an important question that we might assume we already got, we know the answer, no problem, but the answer is so helpful, okay? Here's the answer. Faith in Jesus Christ is acknowledging the truth of everything that God has revealed in his word, trusting in him, and also receiving and resting on him alone for salvation as he is offered to us in the gospel. Really, really important wording here, I think, because we're we're faced with one of two approaches to faith. And what I mean by faith is what are we called to believe? And I would call I would say that the two approaches are a minimalistic approach or a maximal approach, minimal approach or maximal approach. I would suggest that many of the problems we face in the in the Christian church today is because we've taken a minimalist approach for far too long, just believing the bare minimum. And I think we need to take more of the maximal approach, which this answer, I think, affirms. Of course, this doesn't mean that we need to have all of our theological ducks in a row or everything figured out and fully affirmed in order to have saving faith in Christ. Um, in fact, I would suggest the rest of our lives is to be one of always searching the scriptures, always always evaluating what we believe in the light of what the scriptures teach. And so that's going to be a that's going to be a lifelong process for each one of us. I've said this before, but for the Christian there can be no problem passages and no problem doctrines. When we're confronted, usually it's from the world or maybe from someone who professes Christ but maybe more of a liberal bent. But when we're confronted with certain things that the Bible says, if the Bible truly says it, then we need to be able to say, yes, I believe that. I believe all that the scriptures teach. Think about some hot button issues in our day, things that are controversial that, quite frankly, should not be controversial because the Bible speaks with clarity. The issue, for instance, of um, the nature of male and female, this is... This is a hot button issue today, the, the, the nature of male and female, how, how God made us, our differences, the roles of men and women, particularly in the home and the church. This should not be controversial for Christians, but unfortunately, it really is. And I would suggest it's because we're listening more to the world than to the clear teaching of Scripture. Another hot button issue is the issue of sexual, excuse me, human sexuality. The whole LGBTQ plus IA, I'm not sure what else has been added to that, but that whole confusing, ongoing um, madness in our in our culture. This should not be hard for Christians to 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 affirm what the scriptures teach. It is abundantly clear. And yet, more and more Christians, or at least professing Christians, are capitulating, caving, or at least inching 
away from biblical orthodoxy to more of a secular understanding on these things. What about the issue of abortion? There's a leaked opinion here recently from the Supreme Court that uh, by all accounts, it, it looks like the, the Roe versus Wade opinion of 1973 is going to be overturned. And this has uh, been deeply encouraging for many Christians. We realize the battle's not over yet, but it's, but it's, a, good, it's, it's a good movement, no doubt. But it's been surprising how many ostensibly pro-life Christians don't see this as a positive good. They see maybe there's other ways, we, better ways to be pro-life, which is, which is problematic because God's word is very clear. You shall not murder or God hates the shedding of innocent blood. These things are absolutely clear. But because we've taken more of a minimalistic approach to doctrine for, I think, a long time, these things are up for debate in the Christian church. And they, they really shouldn't. I mean, debating these things is good. Seeing what the scriptures teach is good. Um, but, but we need to have more of a maximal approach to affirming doctrines for, more, for a more robust Christian church and, 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 quite frankly, personal faith. Now, where exactly the line of apostasy is, is at and, and where God draws that, you know, we'll let God sort that out. But it would be absolutely wrong to say, well, as long as someone believes that Jesus came and died on a cross and rose from the dead, it doesn't matter what else they affirm or deny. As long as they believe that, you know, just that, that extremely narrow understanding of the gospel. Jesus died on a cross, rose again to forgive our sins. It doesn't matter what else they affirm or deny. I think that would be absolutely wrong. Think about this. The Jesus who came and died on the cross and rose again is the same Jesus who made everything, including made all of us, male and female in his image. He's the one who rained down fire and brimstone on Sodom and Gomorrah in judgment for their homosexual sin. And he's the one who affirms the goodness of all of God's law, all of God's commands at every single point. Remember what James says about a true and living faith. He says it, that, that true and living faith takes God's word seriously to the point of doing what it says, not just not just hearing, but doing what it says. And of course, at the core of faith, we trust in Christ and in Christ alone for our salvation. We acknowledge the truth of everything that God has revealed in his word, and, and we trust in Christ alone and receive and rest on him alone for salvation. This last part of the answer, I think, is important. As he is offered to us in the gospel, we receive Christ as he's offered to us. We don't receive Christ as we want him to be, but as he is offered to us. We trust in Christ alone. We do not trust in Christ and our works. We don't trust in Christ and certain traditions. We don't trust in Christ and certain other teachings. We trust and receive Christ alone as he's offered to us in the gospel. The scripture that goes with question 30 is Galatians 2.20, which says this, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. 
and the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me.